Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 113. Today we're going to continue looking at uh, Proverbs and Psalms and Romans again. And today we are seeing a, a bit of a transition. Proverbs will begin with some more instruction about the importance and the appeal of wisdom, in a sense, wisdom personified, calling out to you to listen to her. And then it'll transition into beginning to give like nuggets of wisdom, practical things about what we should or shouldn't do in our lives. Uh, Psalm 14 giving us a, 144, giving us a sense of how we can trust God to bring us through the difficult times. And then back to Romans 12, which basically says, this is what the way of wisdom looks like. And we'll see how uh, the Apostle Paul says, this is how then we ought to live. So let's jump in then today with uh, Proverbs chapter 8, 9, and 10. Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? At the top of the prominent places along the way, at the intersection of the paths, she has taken her stand. Beside the gates opening into the city, at the entrance of the doorway, she cries out, To you, O people, I call out, and my voice calls to all mankind. You who are naive, discern wisdom, and you fools, understand discernment. Listen, for I will speak excellent things, and my lips will utter what is right. For my mouth speaks truth, and my lips hate wickedness. All the words of my mouth are righteous. There is nothing in them twisted or crooked. All of them are clear to the discerning and upright to those who find knowledge. Receive my instruction rather than silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and desirable things cannot be compared to her. I, wisdom, have dealt, have dwelt with prudence, and I find knowledge and destruction and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. I hate arrogant pride and the evil way and perverse utterances. Counsel and sound wisdom belong to me. I possess understanding and might. By me, kings reign, and by me, potentates decree righteousness. By me, princes rule, as well as nobles and all righteous judges. I will love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me long-lasting wealth and righteousness. My fruit is better than purest gold, and my harvest is better than choice silver. I walk in the path of righteousness in the pathway of justice, that I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth, and that I may fill their treasuries. The Lord created me as the beginning of his works before his deeds of long ago. From eternity I have been fashioned from the beginning, from before the world existed. When there was no deep oceans, I was born." When there was no springs overflowing with water, before the mountains were set in place, before the hills, I was born. Before he made the earth and its fields, or the topsoil of the world, when he established the heavens, I was there. When he marked out the horizon over the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above, when he secured the fountains of the deep, when he gave the sea his decree that the water should not pass over his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him as a master craftsman, and I was his delight day by day, rejoicing before him at all times, rejoicing in the habitable part of his earth and delighting in its people. So now, children, listen to me. 
Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instructions so that you may be wise and do not neglect it. Blessed is the one who listens to me, watching at my door day by day, waiting beside my doorway. For the one who finds me has found life and received favor from the Lord. But the one who misses me brings harm to himself. All who hate me love death. Wisdom has built her house. She has carved out its seven pillars. She has prepared her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also arranged her table. She has sent out her female servants. She calls them on the highest places of the city. Whoever is naive, let him turn in here. Those who lack understanding, she has said, Come, eat my food, and drink some of the wine I have mixed. Abandon your foolish ways so that you may live, and proceed in the way of understanding. Whoever corrects a mocker is asking for insult. Whoever reproves a wicked person receives abuse. Do not reprove a mocker, or he will hate you. Reprove a wise person, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise person, and he will still become wiser. Teach a righteous person, and he will add to his learning. The beginning of wisdom is to fear the Lord, and acknowledging the Holy One is understanding. For because of me, your days will be many, and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, you are wise to your own advantage. But if you have mocked, you alone must bear it. The woman called folly is brash. She is naive and does not know anything. And she has sat down at the door of her house on a seat at the highest point of the city, calling out to those who are passing by her way, who go straight on their way. She says, whoever is naive, let him turn in here. To those who lack understanding, she has said, stolen waters are sweet and food obtained in secret is pleasant. But they do not realize that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of the grave. And now we transition to the Proverbs of Solomon in particular, a series of sayings about how to live this wise life out. And so we begin chapter 10 of Proverbs. The Proverbs of Solomon. A wise child makes a father rejoice, but a foolish child is a grief to his mother. Treasures gained by wickedness do not profit, but righteousness delivers from death. The Lord satisfies the appetite of the righteous, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. The one who is lazy becomes poor, but the one who works diligently becomes wealthy. The one who gathers crops in the summer is a wise son, but the one who sleeps during harvest is a shameful son. Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but the speech of the wicked conceals violence. The memory of the righteous is a blessing, but the reputation of the wicked will rot. The wise person accepts instructions, but the one who speaks foolishness will come to ruin. The one who conducts himself in integrity will live securely but the one who behaves perversely will be found out. The one who winks his eye causes trouble, and the one who speaks foolishness will come to ruin. The speech of the righteous is a fountain of life, but the speech of the wicked conceals violence. Hatred stirs up dissension, but love covers all transgressions. Wisdom is found in the words of discerning people, but the one who lacks sense will be disciplined. Those who are wise store up knowledge, but foolish speech leads to imminent destruction. The wealth of a rich person is like a fortified city, but the poor are brought to ruin by their poverty. The reward that the righteous receives is life. The recompense that the wicked receive is judgment. The one who heeds instruction is on the way to life, but the one who rejects rebuke goes astray. The one who conceals hatred utters lies, and the one who spreads slander is certainly a fool. When words abound, 
transgression is inevitable, but the one who restrains his words is wise. What the righteous say is like the best silver, but what the wicked think is of little value. The teaching of the righteous feeds many, but fools die for lack of sense. The blessing from the Lord makes a person rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. Carrying out a wicked scheme is enjoyable to a fool, and so is wisdom for the one who has discernment. What the wicked fears will come on him, what the righteous desire will be granted. When the storm passes through, the wicked are swept away, but the righteous are an everlasting foundation. Like vinegar to the teeth, and like smoke to the eyes, so is the sluggard to those who send him. Fearing the Lord prolongs life, but the lifespan of the wicked will be shortened. The hope of the righteous is joy, but the expectation of the wicked perishes. The way of the Lord is like a stronghold for the upright, but it is destruction to evildoers. The righteous will never be moved, but the wicked will not inhabit the land. The speech of the righteous bears the fruit of wisdom, but the one who speaks perversion will be destroyed. The lips of the righteous know what is pleasing, but the speech of the wicked is perverse. And so we have there a number of these sayings, comparisons. We'll see more of them in the coming days where Solomon is basically saying, if you behave this way or do this, this will happen. If you do this, this will happen. And it's always the contrast basically between wisdom and folly, between understanding and foolishness, between listening to God or not. We'll continue now with Psalm 144, a Psalm of David. And we'll hear David praise God for his protection and his love and the way that he uses his power, God uses his power to protect and care for his people. Psalm 144, by David, the Lord, my protector, deserves praise, the one who trains my hands for battle and my fingers for war, who loves me and is my stronghold, my refuge and my deliverer, my shield and the one in whom I take shelter, who makes nations submit to me. O Lord, of what importance is the human race that you should notice them? Of what importance is mankind that you should be concerned about them? People are like a vapor. Their days are like a shadow that disappears. O Lord, make the sky sink and come down. Touch the mountains and make them smolder. Hurl lightning bolts and scatter the enemy. Shoot your arrows and rout them. Reach down from above. Grab me and rescue me from the surging water, from the power of foreigners who speak lies and make false promises. O God, I will sing a new song to you. Accompanied by a ten-string instrument, I will sing praises to you, the one who delivers kings and rescued David, but his servant from a deadly sword. Grab me and rescue me from the power of foreigners who speak lies and make false promises. Then our sons will be like plants that quickly grow to full size. Our daughters will be like corner pillars carved like those in a palace. Our storehouses will be full, providing all kinds of food. Our sheep will multiply by the thousands and fill our pastures. Our cattle will be weighted down with produce. No one will break through our walls. No one will, take, will be taken captive. And there will be no terrified cries in our own city squares. How blessed are the people who experience these things. How blessed are the people whose God is the Lord. And we finish today now with Romans chapter 12, which basically is a transition piece in this letter of the, to uh, the church in Rome. And the Apostle Paul here is saying, therefore, as he begins, and he's going to share what the Christian life ought to look like. And I would argue that the way of wisdom that Paul talks about here is centered on the way of God's love. So Romans chapter 12. 
Therefore, I exert, exhort you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a sacrifice, alive, holy, and pleasing to God, which is your reasonable service. Do not be conformed to this present world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may test and approve what is the will of God, what is good and well-pleasing and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think more highly of yourself than you ought to think, but to think with sober discernment, as God has distributed to each of you a measure of faith. For just as in one body we have many members, and not all members serve the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually we are members who belong to one another. And we have different gifts according to the grace given to us. If the gift is prophecy, that individual must use it in proportion to his faith. If it is service, he must serve. If it is teaching, he must teach. If it is exhortation, he must exhort. If it is contributing, he must do so with sincerity. If it is leadership, he must do so with diligence. If it is showing mercy, he must do so with cheerfulness. Love must be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another with mutual love, showing eagerness in honoring one another. Do not lag in zeal. Be enthusiastic in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Endure in suffering. Persist in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Pursue hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Consider what is good before all people. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all people. Do not avenge yourselves, dear friends, but give place to God's wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Rather, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink, for in doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not overcome, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And as I mentioned at the start, I really believe that uh, love is what holds all this together. Uh, love that Jesus summarized by loving God with your whole heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving your neighbor as yourself, and your neighbor is a person in need, and loving, Jesus even says, your enemies. And all these things Paul's pulling out here in Romans chapter 12, reminding us that to really live out the Christian life is to live in the way of wisdom, which is the way of love. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996-2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. 